Hello! Welcome back to Location Lighthouse. My name is Bethany. I'm your host. Um, this episode, I'm going to spare you the secondhand embarrassment of trying to give some excuse as to why I've been gone for like a month and a half. So we're just going to move on, okay? We're going to walk in the grace of God and we are going to move on and try harder. That's kind of my motto for my life right now is try harder. So many excuses I could give. But on the bright side, during this unintentional break, I have been convicted of things i think that god has shared a lot of things on his heart with me um for me and hopefully it blesses someone else but even the message or the episode today it's for myself too because these are questions that i had to ask myself um as life kind of got rocky as things kind of got too quiet for me like when life gets quiet to me it's like it's loud so when things aren't happening when i'm not doing enough when i feel like i'm not doing enough Um, I can start to get insecure and I can start to wonder, God, where are you? What are you doing? How are you working in my life? Um, And that's the opposite of faith. So God has been convicting me of a lot of things in love. And today I want to talk about something that I think is very important. If you call yourself a Christian, if you call yourself a believer, I think it is so important to know why. When I look back on my childhood, and if you missed my last episode, I shared an in-depth version of my testimony, and I pray that that blessed you if you did watch it. And if you haven't, I encourage you to go see it. Um, I experienced such freedom from releasing that message and walking in the light, and I pray to God that it blessed someone and encouraged someone to get free, to confess their sins, to find an accountability partner, to um, reflect on their relationship with God. So this is kind of ish a part two to that um as i was reflecting on my childhood and the way that i was brought up i realized if you asked me why i was a christian i would have said because my family's christian that is not an adequate answer um i get when you're young i understand but i'm talking about high school years i couldn't tell you why i loved god and um i'm happy now that I have an answer to that question, but I just felt that burden on my heart to propose that to you and to ask you to reflect on that and have a conversation with God about whether or not you're walking with him because you have to, because it's convenient, because that's all you know, or because you're choosing to. Um, And I would just challenge us all today to reflect on, are we a believer by choice or a believer by chance? For me growing up, it was honestly by chance. And I praise my dad and I pray that God blesses him and rewards him greatly for training his children up in the way that they should go and teaching us about God, teaching us how to pray, um, raising us in a lifestyle of godliness, going to church, but also understanding that going to church does not make you safe. Like these are things that he definitely taught us and he encouraged us to have a relationship of our own. But I personally just never did, and I can't speak for my siblings. But if you're a Christian just to escape hell, for example, if you're a Christian because you think that it would make you a good person, or if you just enjoy the teachings of Jesus, I would just challenge you to have a conversation with God about that. Because God has led me back to the simplicity of the Garden of Eden, and it has been very refreshing for me in this season because like I mentioned I've kind of been going through a really weird season where I've been questioning God where are you I've been questioning not my faith or my salvation but just having doubts and that's normal in this walk but it's also avoidable and there's also a ladder out of those pitfalls and a ladder out of those thoughts and God just reminded me of the joy of salvation 
And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. And that's the question I want to ask you is to know your why. Why are you a Christian? Why do you follow Jesus? Why do you profess Christianity? And then on top of that, does your life bear fruit of it? Because I know a lot of people, um, we just have the name, the title Christian. We have a scripture in our bio. But other than that, there might not be any distinction between us and the world. There might not be any distinction between us and our friends at school, us and our friends at work, us out in public. And I think that God is just really calling his people to a higher standard of living um, and to know that there is more and to crave the depths of him and the ability and the access we have to experience more of him. Um, Because honestly, once you give your life to Jesus, that's not the end. That's the beginning of a lifestyle. That's the beginning of a journey and an adventure of walking with God, learning who he is, loving him, receiving his love, and then letting that light shine for other people to experience that same love. So today I ask you, what is your why? I'm happy that now I can share mine. If you were to ask me when I was younger, again, I would have said that because my dad's a Christian, because I was raised in a Christian household. Um, But now I'm happy to be able to say that my why has nothing to do with my father. It has nothing to do with um, the way that I grew up, even though, of course, those planted deep seeds in me. But um, I shared a bit about it in my last episode. But the story of my salvation was really a moment of humility, humbling myself before Jesus, admitting and acknowledging to him that I'm a sinner and that honestly I need help you are the only place I can turn to at this point at that point I had turned to to boys I had turned to drugs I had turned to alcohol I had turned to party lifestyle I had turned to friends for validation for comfort and honestly none of those things lasted none of those things sustained and so when I came to that moment of where else can I turn the roots and the seeds that had been planted in my childhood just came alive and I remembered I was like and I didn't have to remember I knew my whole life I knew my entire life all the years I ran from God I knew that he was the answer I just wanted to run because sometimes we just run and we do dumb things um so I ran back to Jesus I was convinced of my sin and for the first time the light of the gospel was revealed to me because I didn't know what that was like when I was young Yes, I knew Jesus loved you. I knew Jesus died on the cross for my sins, but I did not know what that meant. I had no idea. There was like so much context that was missing um, that the Holy Spirit really enlightened in me. And I'm so blessed. Like that's the greatest treasure is the way that the Holy Spirit reveals the word of God. So my why is because I know that I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. I cannot save myself. I cannot earn the love of God. I cannot earn the approval of God, no matter what I did. Like if, even if I did everything I could and more, it would never be enough. Um, if that was the system, if we had to earn God's love, which we don't, if we had to earn God's approval, which we don't, um, even if I did everything I could and more, it would still not be enough. And I think for the first time, I really felt that repentance in my heart, like a godly repentance It wasn't just, God, I'm sorry, which is what I would do throughout my childhood. God, I'm sorry, I won't do it again, but had no intention of stopping. It wasn't that. For the first time, it was a genuine, like, without you, I'm screwed. Like, that's kind of the heart posture it was, like, I need you. Um, And so for me, I look back on that experience, and then I, I look back on the ways in which I saw God's hand in my life in college, in high school, in the middle of my sin, and I realized that Jesus loved me. It was really just simple, 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 simple um, things that remind me of my why. 
<clears throat> excuse me. And so um, that's what I want to kind of talk about today. I want to talk about the simplicity of the Garden of Eden. I want to talk about the simplicity of what Christianity is, because I think it's so easy that when you don't know Christianity, it's easy to think you know what it is. And then honestly, when you're in it, it's easy to get lost in all the other things that come with the faith. But today, I just want to call us back to a place of simple communion with the Father and how that is what it's all about. And these are things that I didn't know as a child. I didn't know... I thought the Garden of Eden was a story of two kids who disobeyed their dad and then they got banished from the garden forever. And then that instilled a fear in me of you have to do the right thing, you have to do the right thing, you have to do the right thing, which then made me a perfectionist and a person who performed to not get punished. But that's not what the Garden of Eden is about. That's not what in the beginning is all about. And today I'd love to briefly go over that because I missed it and I might not be the only one who missed it and even if you didn't miss it and you know the story and and the Holy Spirit has revealed these things to you it's still a great reminder it's still um, a reminder that our calling is to sit with God and that without Jesus that was never that would never be possible because once sin crept in once we were enlightened to the knowledge of good and evil from that moment, we were separated from the presence of God because he's so holy and because He is so pure and he's so clean. God has never experienced sin. Like he has never um, committed a sin. He's never experienced a sin. He's never been close to sin. And um, the story of Genesis through Revelation is really the story of God sending a superhero to save us, literally, so that we could be with him because his heart is to be with his children, to be with the ones that he created. Um And these are things that I missed as a child. I missed the heart of God. I missed that the garden was about God being in communion with those that he loves. It wasn't about, I'm going to create these people to worship me, and then they're going to fail, and then they're going to ruin the earth, and then I'm going to have to flood the earth because they ruined it, and and then they're going to have to work for my love because they're just unworthy. Like That's kind of the the, um, perception I had of God, and I was so wrong. So I want to just go to Genesis. And I would like to read, honestly, I would like to read, forgive me, I definitely should have planned exactly, I was like in my head, oh, just Genesis 1 through 3, sorry, that was not the best way to plan, um, but even without reading it, I want to talk about the intent of the Garden of Eden, these are things that I didn't think about, the fact that the Garden of Eden was the intent that was God's intention that was God's purpose but then we ruined it I didn't realize that um the point of God creating us was for us to walk with him to know him to love him to understand that who we are in him we're created in his image that we were created like God in a way we weren't created with his amazing capabilities and his sovereignty and his omnipresence but the character of God the image of God um the fruit of the spirit we were created to live and embody those things Um, but Eve, she didn't know who she was. She didn't realize that when Satan came to her and was like, you'll be like God, that she already was like God. We were created in his image. We had the access to talk with God in the garden, to walk with God, to be loved by him, to experience the freedom of, of first of all, reigning, having dominion over the earth, having dominion over the animals and the fruits of, like, we had everything we needed. And I sometimes can't get past the fact that we had everything we needed from food um we didn't even need clothing because there was no shame in the garden 
we had um shelter we had work it was perfect literally perfection because everything god creates is perfect everything god creates is perfect but then we humans come along and we ruin it but that's the thing about god is one he knows that he knew that and he loves us anyway and he sent an escape he sent somebody who would save us from our own sin and our own destruction because we were just honestly helpless and we needed we needed help so god said help so um i just love reading about creation and the way that god formed us and he created us in his image um because it reminds us of who we are <clears throat> excuse me so then when we look back and we think about what is my why I think also knowing and remembering our identity in Christ of knowing who I am, that I was made in his image, it it only um, brings me back to a place of gratitude and a, back to a place of um, humility before the Lord and just simple, simple things that I think sometimes we just, we just, we just get lost. Um, so as a child, when I read about the judgment of, of Adam and Eve, I didn't even see Jesus in there. Or like when God clothed them, I can't speak today, clothed them with the skin of an animal. I didn't see Jesus. Like I didn't realize that Jesus was there from the beginning to the end. Like all these things I didn't know. Um, and that's why I just want to bring light to them. And in hopes that the heart of God is revealed more, that light is shown on the heart of God and how much he loves us and how much he wants to be with us, that he would send God in the flesh to be a sacrifice, to take our place so that we can be returned to that initial state of the Garden of Eden. I don't understand. Completely, completely past my head. Um, so I just wanted to present that to you today. Um, I wanted to give you the opportunity to reflect back to the Garden of Eden, back to your why, back to what Jesus did on the cross, back to what sin is, the fact that the wages of sin is death. That's just how it is. That's the system of how it is. And it's because God is holy. And it's because sin destroys us. It's because sin makes ugly what God created beautiful. It ruins us from the inside out. And it honestly puts us in a jail cell that we literally can't get out of. And that's what Jesus came to do. To unlock that that jail cell and stick his hand in and pull us out so that we could walk with him again. And the beautiful part is that there's no need to be ashamed also of what you've done um, in the past because Jesus took all that shame and he bore it on the cross so that we didn't have to. And that's just how much he loves us. And it it's just really important to remember the cross and remember the, remember the gospel as often as you can because it is so easy to forget what Jesus did, what he endured, and how he was innocent. And then to think about his heart through it all was, Father, forgive them was, Father, not my will, but yours be done, because there's a greater work that that the Father was doing to reunite his people with him, to rejoin his people to himself, um, because God doesn't leave things a mess. Like, of course, God knew. God knew before he even breathed life into Adam, yeah, you're going to sin against me, and I'm going to have to send my son to save you guys. He knew, but he still created us. Why? Because he loves us. So when you think about your why, I hope that you also remember and are comforted by the love of God um, and that no matter what sin you're in right now and no matter what sins you have committed in the past that there is grace for you there is love for you that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God not even death can we talk about that the scripture says not even death can separate you how strong is this love of God and how how crazy is it that we don't deserve it but that we get to have it anyways 
those are the things that I think about when I think of my why. I think about um, not even just my life before Christ, but my life after Christ. I've sinned so much after Christ. I have fallen back into the sins that I talked about um, in my last episode. I don't want people to think that it was like uh, I came to Christ and then I was clean and free. No, I fell. I've fallen into those same sins and yet the grace of God was always right there and the strength of the Holy Spirit also to strengthen me to not fall into these sins again. He just, God is always rooting for you. It's just so simple, these things. Like he is rooting for you. He's not against you. He's not a big, scary God in the sky waiting for you to fail, waiting for you to fall so that he could say, I told you so. He literally wants to see us cross the finish line and he's given us every single tool to do it. He's given us the Holy Spirit on earth to strengthen us, to comfort us, to walk with us, to teach us things, to help us in the reading of the word. He's given us Jesus who has done what no other man could have done to die on that cross, to take our sin, to be separated from God just so that we could be joined to him. Like he died so that we could live. And then obviously we have God the Father, the heart of a father who loves his kids and who wants to see his kids reunited as one big happy family um, without sin, um, righteous before him, clothed in white before him because of the blood of Jesus. Um, And I just pray to God that you would take a moment, if you haven't made the faith your own, um, if you are a young adult, if you are a high schooler, a teenager, if you're going off to college, especially now that that we are going off to college soon, um, in a month or two, I pray that you would ask yourself, why am I Christian? Ask yourself, what is Christianity? What was the purpose of it all? What is the point of this? Um, and I pray that you would ask God to examine your heart, examine your thoughts, examine your ways so that if there are any false ideologies that you've been believing and basing your faith off of, that you could be delivered from that and that you could truly experience the love of God that we get to experience every single day that we're on earth and then into eternity, that there's no love, there's no, um, point that anyone could say, oh yeah, I know everything about God. I've experienced every aspect of his love. I've experienced every aspect of who he is. It's impossible. He's too big. So I just pray that you would develop a hunger to get to know him for yourself and get to know him as a friend, as a lover, as a father, as a comforter. All of these things that he says in his word that are true. And even sometimes when our faith, our feelings don't match our faith, that's why it's important to know your why. Because in life, there will be there will be times where you're tempted to... Um, doubt your faith there'll be times where you'll be tempted to doubt the character of god but when you know your why no one can take that away from you when you know your why the winds and the waves will come that is one thing jesus did promise he never said your life is going to be easy and perfect and happy and butterflies and rainbows but what he did say is you are going to face trials and you are going to face tribulations and you are going to face hard times and what you do during those moments is what's going to count it's really what's going to refine you it's what's going to um teach you about your faith because in these last few weeks where I've kind of been struggling, I learned that my faith is not as strong as I thought it was. I've learned that I've been walking by sight and that I've been um, not trusting God as much as I can, as much as he would like me to. And so I'm happy for those moments where God shows me myself, shows me where I'm weak so that he can be strong in my place. And that's just who he is. He's, He's a great God. And even when we don't feel it, it doesn't change who he is. And my why is because I've been chased down by the love of Jesus, um, captured, and now I'm enamored, and I'm I'm just so curious to know more about this Jesus and more about this God. And although 
I know some, I know that there's so much more I can know and I'm humbled every day. I'm inspired every day by the people of God that I get to be around and seeing their relationship with God, I'm inspired and motivated that I can access that same Jesus in the same way they can. Um, The Bible says, ask, seek, and knock. And there are promises attached to each one of those things. And God is not hiding himself from us. And although we hide from him, he is always open and willing to receive us and accept us and to remove our shame, to clothe us in that animal skin, which is really the blood of Jesus and what he's done on the cross so that we could sit and have communion with him. So I just pray that challenges you. That's all for today. This is a rather short episode, but I'm okay with that. Um, So again, I challenge you. What is your why? Be a believer by choice and not a believer by chance. That's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope this blessed you. Um, Let me know what you thought. I have an Instagram called Location Lighthouse Pod. Always happy to receive feedback, questions, thoughts, comments, prayer requests. Please feel free to DM me to contact me with anything. And in the meantime, I will see you next week or the week after that. God bless you guys. See you soon.